Welcome back, everyone. Episode two times five, That's number done. ten. Uh, what a week! A couple of washouts for local footy, but what about the AFL? Finally, some safety in all that. All the games are fairly realistic for the scores. Um, Stuart McGill got kidnapped and held at ransom by his own brother-in-law. Um, the, t- <laughs> <laughs> the Tiger boys are in strife again, and the content is just getting better from us. I reckon. <laughs> Blow some wind up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> but today's a special one. We have a couple massive announcements plus a special guest on the show today. So I'm just about to introduce him with a spiel. I better say who it is. It's Christian Foster. Welcome, mate. Welcome to the podcast. How do you feel? Hey, boys. Been a long time coming for this. Yeah. Um, I've had this scheduled in my book for a while, ever since you kicked <laughs> it off. So I'm excited. Well, I've just got a little bit of a spiel about you. So, you were born on the 10th of May, 1997. Beautiful. I got that fast. I got that right. Correct. You were conceived to be fast, I heard. Uh, That was a direct quote from your mother. (laughs) Correct. Uh, (laughs) His athlete number is 14575428. Is that correct? That is actually correct. (laughs) His his best 100 metre sprint was a sluggish 11.3. Yeah. he plays quarterback both on and off the footy field, as he'll soon be directing traffic as a cop. Um, he holds the doggies record for the least amount of blinks during a conversation. <laughs> and he prays <laughs> to a poster of Alistair Clarkson every night before bed. Yes. Welcome, Fozzy. Oh, I appreciate being here. All those things are correct, by the way. I don't know That's how a you, good research. You've done your did research you, there. Have you tipped him off? I did not tip him off at all. That is Fire some bang on research good. there. That was in the last 25 minutes of work. That is unbelievable. <laughs> and um, also, I'm here too, so I'll just introduce myself. Hi, it's Tom again. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that, Mike. Um, no, I thought we start today off with a couple of discussion topics, um, and we thought that we'd get your opinion on them as well, Foz. Uh, firstly... Favourite shapes flavour? Oh, favourite shapes flavour. There's so many new ones nowadays, eh? Mm. Like, mm. I can't go past... Oh, I can't go past pizza shapes. I pizza can't. shapes? Cool. Interesting. Interesting. Tom? Close close second, but cheese and bacon, I think. Cheese and bacon, okay. Um, look, my, like, stock standard one is barbecue, but I think my number one might be nacho cheese. I'm going to agree in the blue In the blue packet, yeah, nacho cheese. I'm going to agree with you there, but then I'm also going to flip it on its head. What's your, what's the worst one? What's the worst? See, I'm really inclined to say barbecue. Barbecue? Barbecue for me, just because of just how standard it is, you know? I want mm. a bit of flavour, mm. you know? But, oh, I, didn't really, I wasn't really a big fan of the Vegemite shapes, to be honest. Back yeah, in the day, those nah, things are kind of. I didn't like. I didn't like them. Vegemite would um, be my close second. Though, is there yeah. like a cheese and onion or like like you know there's cheddar always cheese. Like cheddar, cheddar cheese, cheddar cheese. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, I couldn't remember exactly. It's like too plain. It's like the Smiths cheese and onion. It's <laughs> yeah. like they're just pretty gross. Like no one really likes them that much. Not really sure how they've stayed on the market for as long as they have. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with cheese and bacon. I feel as I'm not mm. a massive. That doesn't pack heaps of flavour. Like, it's nice. I can't I say can I that. don't like any shape flavours. I like yeah. I even like cheddar cheese. Let's be but honest. You put a bit of bread and you cover it in a heap of salt, it yeah. generally tastes pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it tastes pretty good. You put a box of shapes in front of me, I'm generally <laughs> going to eat them. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> That's true. And then my second discussion topic, now this is a good one, but uh, best coach currently in Australian sports. Oh, Gee, that's a big one. That's yep. a massive one in Australian sports. I'll give you guys a bit of time to think about it. I'm going to go straight out of the back. Craig Bellamy. 
He's been coaching the Storm for a long time, and I can't remember the last time that was shit. We did touch on that last week, and like, there's, the whole, there's the whole salary cap drama and all that. Yeah, sort that of stuff. does. That's but a which, which is a, it's a little, it's a little asterisk, little taint. But look, at the end of the day, like he's coached for tw- well over twenty years, like over twenty years now. Mm-hmm. Been very successful. Had some good players, but yeah. I'm almost, almost being inclined to give you that now. Now that I think, well, about I it. thought you'd be a straight up Nat Clarko. Um, it was, Cla- it was in the, it was in the show notes. Yeah, it was Cla- in the intro. Don't I get me wrong. Just be straight Clarko away. is the goat, hands down the goat, <laughs> especially of the 21st century. Hands down, <laughs> goat. But we have had, we we did have a period there after that 2008 grand final where we did did slump in a bit of form. We I think we finished ninth in 2009 after winning mm. the premiership, not even making mm. the finals. Does hurt. Yeah. And I think we finished seventh, bowed out in the first round in 2010. Yeah. So we did have a little bit of a form slump, but you're right. I actually don't remember last time the storm weren't just genuinely no. good. You but know what? Just on that little form slump, it's interesting that you often hear the Hawks. I've heard Xavier Ellis does a podcast, It's Time for a Beer, and he, int- he interviews a lot of those, like, you know, Birchall, Mitchell, Hodge, all them. And they all said that 2008, like, Buddy and Ruffy were only kids, like, yeah. Like they were all pretty much kids. They nearly won it early, like the Bulldogs sort of did in 2016. Mm. They won it early, went into the wilderness for a couple of years, and then you might be looking at the Bulldogs like coming along again. Um, like the Hawks sort of did that. They won it early, True. went shit. How good is this? Fell off the park for a little bit, they and did. then solidified and won three. Which seeing that, seeing that this season, you'd nearly be spot on with that right now at the moment. That's why I get paid the big bucks, yeah. brother. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, Foz, so we just want to get some background information. I know I've been doing my snooping around, but we just want to let the listeners know, let them into your life. Where'd you grow up? What brought you into AFL? What brought you into mm. a- athletics? All all of the stuff. I want to hear it all. Yeah, delve into it. All right. I was born at Aubrey, Riverina boy. Lovely. Um, yeah, I lived there till I was 12. About 12, 13? No, 13. 13. And then I moved to Wollongong. But I got into footy like, as soon as I was in nappy. Footy and running been in our family blood for since I was live. So. Well, well, as your mother said, you were conceived to be fast. Yes. So Fast. So <laughs> Very quick. From what I can tell, especially from my own game, I'm not very fast. So And I suck at footy, whereas you're quite fast and you're a lot better than me at yeah. footy. So I feel as though that might be the key to footy. <laughs> be fast. Yeah. Well, well, interesting, interesting, interesting fact. Well, mum, my mum, Rebecca, she won this 2008 store gift. Which That's impressive. That nowadays is. is known as the fastest, fastest and richest Australian foot race on grass. So. There's did that. You, did she win the 100? She won. She won the like, main like gift. The showpiece. I'll give you a little bit. I'll give you a little bit of a stitch. That's good. I'll give you a little bit of a stitch up here, but how's about mum? wins it 2008. Uh, back then, you know, sports. You know, sort of just yeah, starting yeah. To, women's sport, especially starting to get on the incline, catching yeah. men's sport. Yeah. I think the the gift was worth about. Don't quote me on it, but maybe about 2,500. 2,500 yeah. for the yeah. women. Yeah. yeah. Fifty thousand for the men. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Now, mum, mum gets the sash. She gets the the big diamond, big diamond cup, twenty five hundred in a pocket. No worries, laughing straight as fastest woman over that over that distance and on the grass handicapped. The next year, 
they lift the women's up to a fifty thousand dollars. Oh. oh no! And that one hurts. <laughs> that one hurts. That's a little bit annoying. <laughs> that cuts. <deep. laughs> yeah, but no, mum, like, mum but was very fast for for a middle aged woman and young kid. She yeah. played a bit of netball when she was younger, yeah. but footy was yeah definitely my dad's side. Yeah, I think my old man played roughly like one hundred and fifty games for North Albury. Yep. And about oh, yeah. 100 yeah. games for Thaguna. He went over to Thaguna. Oh, oh, nice. yeah. But he was a big, big centre forward. He's a big boy. Big boy. Big yeah, boy. Right. But yeah, that's where I got my speed and my new <laughs> talent from. Yeah, I like that. So, were you a, were you an only child? Did you have siblings? No, siblings. Older brother. Older brother. Five years older? Yeah, five, five years, years older. So a bit older than me. Yeah. Had um had him when they were a bit young, my parents. But yeah. then probably learnt from him being a shithead and then had me a bit older. <laughs> so but, um, he was pretty quick. He was pretty quick as a kid too, but doesn't play much sports now. Don't even see him that much now. He lives in <laughs> Queensland. So, But yeah, one older brother. And we, we touched on it just earlier, your, your athletics. Uh, now, obviously, you were pretty fast. I was quite um, fast. You did... I want to say a sluggish 11-3 I'd definitely do it around 10-3 yeah um, <laughs> that, those records yeah. and that thing are broke I swear I ran way quicker than that <laughs> way quicker I was that. doing a little bit of it was, research and it was like 2013 I would have ran that time I reckon that thing's broke <laughs> I type C in Google and the first thing that comes up is Christian Foster yeah <laughs> so you can tell I've done Popular. my research on world Popular. athletics world <laughs> athletics yep yeah, so this is where I got athletes code one four five seven five four two eight. that is my code and um, your personal best so you, your 100 metres is 11.3 correct 200 metres is 21.58 so if you work that out you've ran <laughs> Your second hundred, <laughs> yeah. You've you've warmed up ten point two. I've gotten moving. I've gotten real. So you cut a second off your, off your time yeah. by having a hundred meter startup, um, and then your four hundred meter is forty seven ninety eight. Yeah, that's some pretty quick numbers. That's some quick times. I'll um, tell you. I'll tell you the funny thing about me, but running as a as a kid because I played AFL and AFL a b- bit of anatomy. Fast twitch and slow twitch vibes because yeah. I played yeah. AFL and I did sprinting. Like AFL was a bit of a longer game, like a bit of a you need the endurance and the muscles. Where sprinting is a bit quicker, so my top speed was always like super quick. Yeah, and like when you're younger, but like you don't want to be you don't you don't be running four hundreds. Like you don't wanna sprint a no, lap. No, you don't want to be running two laps. You want to do the quick. You want to be quick. Yeah. You want to be hundred meters, yeah. two hundred meters. You want to be the fast guy. But I was always relatively quite slow with hundred, just because it took me so long to build up and get yeah. going like with my speed. But I ended up eventually changing over coaches when I was like 14, 15, and he just took one look at me and was like, mate, you're running the 400s. Like, I'm just going to cut to the bottom yeah. line. Like, yeah. White men in sprinting, <laughs> 400 metres is where you start <laughs> getting into medals. That's it. 100s and 200s, you're done. And I was like, shit, all right, you, I'll, I'll give it a crack. You've got a roof. Yeah. And the ceiling for 400s is much higher, <laughs> higher than what it is for 200s. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, and then I progressed to go up the top levels with that but that was good I, I enjoyed athletics as a kid but yeah. as you got older definitely not for the lighthearted, just because of how individual it is yeah. and just everyone yeah. just at you and at you and at you what, and sort if, of, what sort of hours are you putting in for an athlete like because you, you hear about swimming a lot how you got kids waking up at like five, five o'clock like yeah. they're doing three hours in the morning three hours in the day. what's athletics sort of like in that sense oh, a rough routine for me like when I was in like prom time yeah like 16, 17 would be one session in the morning, 
on like a Monday, like just from Monday to Friday, be one session in the morning, like for about an hour, and yep. that'll just be super light. That might be like just a couple of run-throughs and stuff just before yep. school. Yeah. And then in the afternoons, it'd be like an hour and a half, two hours. So not, I don't think as strenuous as swimming, but still that three was, hours a day. Yeah, and that, hours, and that and yeah. that was and that was probably four or five times a week. Really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, footy on top of that and as then well. I did have a I did have a period there, yeah, where yeah. I did play both yeah. for a bit, but just like couldn't keep up with just the demand yeah. of both. Mm, like yeah. especially at the level I was playing yeah. both at, that was yeah. just like it was just way too hard. So yeah. it's yeah. intense. And like I was just thinking about it then back when I was younger as well, I I'd play cricket and tennis during the summer mm. as most kids did back home, but like what you were doing is like so much more strenuous than yeah. what. Like you stand in the field of cricket, you might get two or three overs, <laughs> and then you go to tennis late in the afternoon, play three sets, and get knocked out. Yeah. And like kids, kids tennis is like as shit as it's like yeah. one or two easy shot points. Rounds. Like yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's over within twenty minutes. Yeah. And so like I always used to come home and think, fuck, about a big day. That's yeah. like not even close to what you would have been nah. doing. as an individual. It's constant, isn't it? And it was just and year round as well. Yeah, it was yeah. year round because yeah. athletics is a summer sport and footy was a winter one. So like, it had a little bit of clash over at the start and at the end of athletics and footy. But like, I was all year round. I can like I was thinking about speaking to some of the other boys earlier. Like when I come back to footy from athletics, I know I did two hundred and four hundred. So you had to be like fairly fairly tall, fairly thin to run those events yeah. but my first year at the dogs I reckon I would have weighed in at about 70 kilos yeah. 71 kilos and you're relatively and, tall and I'm about 184 centimetres yeah. so yeah. very skinny that's boy, very skinny very skinny boy <laughs> slenderman so but yeah and then I've actually ended up filling out and getting a bit bit thicker so that always that's helps. good that is good uh, we'll go back to footy again um, you you have made a few rep sides along your day you are a fairly handy footballer um, just detail us through what you've been through so I know oh, you've been footy. with the Giants yeah. a couple of times yeah. been with the Demons once or twice I oh gee yeah all the all the good stuff all the academies when you're younger definitely went to them Giants and Swans yeah and see so I wish we got that it was I was a very chubby 14 year old <laughs> I would have been very good it was it wasn't I reckon it was probably about yeah it's about 16 I think I was in the Swans Academy and like I'd made like representative teams for like like, like South Coast and like Riverina and stuff like that but like it was yeah. like 16 and I remember there was like uh, game against GWS Academy coming up, and I can't remember who the co- I think it was might have even been Paul Ruse actually was the was the academy coach at the time. Yeah, and he knew I did athletics and I was doing footy at the time, and he just came up to me uh, before the training on Thursday night and was just like, "Look, mate, like, we really want you to stay, but like you can't keep because I was missing training sessions, like not coming, not yeah. going, like going to athletics training and missing footy trains, missing athletics training, going to footy, and he was like, you just." You just got to pick one or the other. Like, you just have to do it. Like we'll just we'll support where your decision is, but like you just have to pick one or because can't keep picking you over other blokes who are at training and putting in the effort. And you're yeah. Like, yeah. So you know, silly me, I was like discussing with mum and stuff like that, but I picked athletes, which is just dumb. Yeah, <laughs> dumb. <laughs> but yeah, ended up leaving the academy at yeah sixteen, but come back. I think my first year at the doggies was. 19 so I had a good yeah. three years off footy there like didn't really touch footy that much 
still kept in touch with the sport. Loved watching yeah. it. Yeah, Loved yeah. going to local games, watching my mates play and stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, didn't touch footy till then. And then yeah, come come back to the doggies. Played first grade like ever since I joined here. Got a run in with the demons and Neville down yeah. in Canberra. Did a pre-season with them. They wanted me to come down and suss that out. Got near a couple of coaches there. But, like, the level difference between that, like, as yeah. most people know, is just, like, crazy. Yeah. So, it was good to get that in. Played a few practice matches against, like, some old teams with them, stuff like that. Just the level of footy and standards is yeah. so yeah. high. Yeah. yeah. But it was good to have that experience. Yeah. And then, then come back. And then in 2018, 2019, I went and played, went up to Sydney. Went and yeah. joined the, the Canyon Cats. Yeah. Cats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was a pretty dumb decision. We all made a couple. Yeah, that yeah, was a pretty poor decision. But I got enticed after the NAFL, after being at the Demons for a bit to come back and join the Cameron Cats. A lot of promises made, a lot of empty promises. Yeah. But I actually started the season out there in Red Hot form, played some really good footy there. Um, yeah, and got picked for the Giants, like NAFL. Yeah. And um, went up there, had a game, game or two up there, and then in and out of like the Camden team because the Camden were like associated and affiliated with GWS. I don't know yeah. how that works because like I thought they were like the Sydney Swans part but yeah, there's like yeah. certain areas which well, are like I suppose they are yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> and it fit in it was good I was happy to get that opportunity to do that Yeah. Um. but yeah ended up leaving like the Camden Cat- we'd get, we're, like, we're getting pumped like 150 yeah. points a game yeah. like, it was yeah. not fun playing yeah. for <laughs> getting pumped like yeah. Sydney Uni North Shore UNSW just putting us away by like 150, 200 points. So I yeah. was like, this is a good opportunity, but I was like, no thanks. And yeah. then um, come back and join the doggies again. But yeah, that was my experiences so far with footy. Could yep. be more mm. in the future if I keep playing. Well, but that brings me on to my next question is you found a new position in the back pocket. I have. Right next to me and Tom. <laughs> Take my spot, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sit on the Sorry, bench. Tom. <laughs> Sit on the bench, Skipper. Um, and so... You found this new position. Do you think that you would try and take that further again and try and get back up into the GWS squad? Yeah, well, it definitely has crossed my mind. Like, yeah. I, as a kid, like, as a junior, like, young teenager, I played, like, half-back flank. So I'm not, like... Yeah, I'm not... It's not like I haven't played there before. I'm not a stranger to it. But I definitely, as, like, a teenager in, like, the development years at the academy stuff, definitely got moved more into the midfield just because... Yeah. On my yeah. speed, yeah, and like decision making wasn't too bad, but no, this year's definitely been good. Like going back there, we've we obviously picked up a lot of players this year, a lot of new mm. boys, yeah, a lot of like handy boys that can roll through the midfield, yeah. So yeah, that's why I think at the start of the year, you know, I told Leisha, I was like, if you're gonna play me in the midfield, keep me in the midfield, but if you're gonna play me in the backs, like keep me in the backs, like, I just yeah. want to play at one position. So you know, you rock up every week, you know what your role is, you know what you're playing, and yeah. like, you don't have to stress about. Playing here or playing there, or yeah. So no, it's been good. I've and, I've enjoyed it. I mean, who can complain with getting forty kicks a game? Like exactly. Like, oh, and, exactly. and not having to get touched. Oh, no, yeah, not getting tackled. Like, I don't know. Yeah. No injuries over here. No injuries, no mate. Injuries. Playing that loose defender is. Yeah. It is the best position uh, in AFL. People rave about. Down. People rave down. about full forwards, mate. If you can get thirty-five kicks, yeah, and. Zero tackles and zero get tackled. That's the dream yeah. game. There you are. <laughs> Laughing. All right. So I want to move on um, so we don't go over three hours for this podcast. <laughs> we, we could talk for a long time. We, we could talk for We've got plenty to get through. We could, um, we could see so I want to just ever. ask you a couple of things. So I want your premiers for the AFL, the NRL, and the NBA. 
Premier's AFL, AFL, I'm gonna, and not because my beautiful girlfriend goes for him, I'm gonna lock in Geelong. I'm locking in Geelong. After last week, and after the West Coast game, I wanna, I'm gonna lock him in. You like that? Just because it's do or die. It's do or die for them. This is the, probably last year they're gonna get it, so I'm gonna lock him in, because they're gonna give everything to get that. Roger, NRL. NRL. Oh, it's it's hard to look past the Panthers at the moment. It's really hard Mate, to look past I've, the Panthers. I've got, I actually watched that game and I was just salivating <laughs> the entire time. And yeah, we've got plenty of Panthers content coming up. But I've got the house on them. Honestly. <laughs> I just I don't know. I don't know. I think it's, oh, it's fifty nil. The Storm. Do you know beat the Rabbitohs? Yeah. Fifty. No, you can't write them off. Like, I don't want to write them off, so I'm going to lock in the storm. I'm okay, going to lock in okay. the storm. And then uh, finally the NBA. The NBA. NBA I love me a bit of ball. Up. I love me a little bit of ball. I was a massive fan back in the day, but oh, um, NBA is such a tough one. The NBA is anyone's game week in, week out, I reckon. Yeah. But I'm going to go real dark horse here, and I've watched a few of their games this year, but I reckon just come crunch time, they'll drop all their little Illuminati shindigs. I'm going to go... The Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. I'm going to lock in the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets. I like it. I like it. They are the second seed at the moment. They haven't been able to string any wins together. Because <laughs> James Harden sits on the bench and what's young. Sinks six <laughs> threes for a game. Kyrie's <laughs> talking about like the earth being flat. <laughs> and like, he's in like the Illuminati they're, and they've stuff. Got, they've, got some shit, they've got some shit going on. Yeah. And Kevin, Kevin Durant's still having to cry about people calling him a snake. So <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if they're going to get their affairs together. Blake Griffin can't dunk anymore. Um... <laughs> It's all, all a little bit up in the air, but, but, but we'll see. We'll see. Yes. Um, and then two more. Brownlow for the AFL. Brownlow. Oh, I think I think it's the Bonks year. I really do think yeah, it's the Bonks year. actually. After his game against Richmond mm-hmm. and his game against Carlton. Carlton, yeah. When, realistically, Clash of the Titans come to crunch time next two or three years. And they're exactly the same. It's Crips versus Bont. Yeah. Bont was just all over him. Yeah, I don't know, he was, is he was just so like, far ahead. Is he, is he just genuinely... Like, I think he's just too slow at the moment. Like The game is just quicker. Just, he seems off, doesn't he's he? Just, yeah. He just looks slow. Not yeah. like, his, like his IQ or anything's dropped off. Just like his speed at which he yeah. plays the game yeah. is slower. That's a than, good point, actually. Than the Maybe speed like going. with these couple of rule changes. like They've yeah. talked so much about how it's increased the speed of the game. But... Maybe these inside balls, which were always so important, like you yeah. needed a gun, you needed one big inside minimum ball, one. You minimum one, one, if not two, yeah. um, like superstars. And all the superstars were, like I know Lockie Neal's not a huge inside ball, but yeah. like he was that inside player. Tom Mitchell was that inside Paddy player. Paddy Dangerfield. Paddy Dangerfield. Like they're yeah. all those inside hardball players. But whether they're fading, like they're yeah. still good players, still Great very good players. players, but whether they can have as much of an impact mm. on the game, don't know. It's interesting, but isn't it? Bond, but seeing Bond, so yeah. seen Bond the last two weeks, like he's quick. He's like yeah. six foot four. He can bend down, pick the ball up, like a yeah. five foot ten bloke can pick the ball up. Yeah. And his left foot just penetrating, penetrating. Yeah. And then, oh, he's a bit tired. We'll throw him forward. Yeah. And you've still got to try. And, goals. You've still got to try and defend this dude, <laughs> yeah. who's unbelievably athletic. What is he? Six yeah. four. Six four. And change possibly. Yeah. And. He'd be ninety odd kilos. Yeah, like up big and boy. Like it's it's yeah. hard. It's hard. It's hard. He's a very good player. It, it, yeah. We we said track Christian Petrarca last week, but 
I don't mind Petrarca. Petrarca would be up there. Petrarca's definitely for me. Like, he carried them home. We'll get onto that game, but he carried the dogs home. Easy. Yeah. Easy. I don't know about you, Wax, but I definitely just heard Bruce McAvaney talking about Surreale. It was frightening. Delicious. Alright, let's move on. So, AFL for the week. Um, we've just pretty much heard the whole round from Tom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry. Uh, well, I just rolled back to the back of my head then. I just <laughs> went into a trance state. <laughs> what even happened the last 10 minutes? Alright, so first game of the week, um, we had Richmond Geelong. Uh, Geelong absolutely Ooh, wasn't the That was a big um, one. Dad's army uh, in the box seat uh, by what we can tell. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we've written them off the last three we've weeks. Written them off the last of I just wanna, I just wanna like. It, it hurts me so much, but I love these still playing good footy. But I, I, I have a little tear every time I hear the word Smith get the touch oh, of football. I knew, oh, the, oh, I knew the name was uh, coming. Hawthorne's a border. I just it has a, a It's just a tear. <laughs> it's just a little tear drops out of my face. He, but he was good. He's, too. He was the only one for the. The first two quarters, I reckon he was purely keeping them in the game. Yeah. For the first yeah. two quarters. Um, I was listening to Mark Blitzar's talk to, I think it was Hutto and, a, Hutto and Derm and maybe a couple others on a Saturday sort of midday Fox footy. And he says that um, he just gives the ground really good width because he runs so hard. He's always that wide option, which you use him and then he just rolls into that goes. left foot and yeah. gets it in. But even if you don't use him, he drags defenders out of that middle space. It's more space for blokes like too. Rowan and yeah. um, Jezza Cameron, and oh. and he's and, he, and, and he's another one too. Like yeah. he's he'd be six two, six three, yeah. a bit of change as yeah. well. Like yeah. big boy, yeah. like big strong boy. Nah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then the three-headed monster up forward, yeah. the cats, oh. um, Hawkins, Rowan. And Cameron. Cameron, like they looked, they, they, they got it right. They got it really. I don't know. Right I don't know weekend. about you. I don't know about you boys. I don't know if I've ever seen Gary Rowan kick a footy straighter in my life. No. Oh, he's kicking him well. Oh, yeah. That was the other oh, thing. So oh, five, I don't, didn't I, he? Don't know exactly what the kick. Cameron's kicked six. Rowan's kicked five. And Hawkins, in a really unselfish game, I thought yeah. still bobbed up with four. Four. Yeah. Like that's fifteen goals from your three key. Like your three key targets. That's what you and want. And then yeah. uh, Isaac Smith's kicked two himself. Higgins has kicked one. Who Higgins is another one. Like he had a slow start, couple yeah. of injuries early, but he's a great pickup for if them. If they get, he's oh, he's a quality player. Yeah. And he's older, yes, but he's a quality player. If they can get these feet. blokes right, come the business end of the season. Like be yes, their dad's army, but you still got to stop them. Yeah. You still right. got to stop them. That's what I reckon. I, after seeing that game and the West Coast game a couple of weeks ago, that yeah. was I, I was genuinely impressed. Mm. And the what do we think about the Tigers? Like, what does this mean for the Tigers? Is it just another just off week, mm. or oh. have we have we seen enough like uh, off weeks? Wags is giving me a little smile and a little nod. Like, have we seen enough just off weeks the last couple of weeks? I think um, it's I think it's good. I think it's always good to lose games during the season. Yes. It's always handy. It sound, and it sounds dumb, but... No. It's always good to lose games so you can see things that maybe come crunch time, you could improve on. And 
like you're saying, like it could just be another one of them. Is this is this just another week? Like we just take roll with the punches. Like yeah. what are they four well, and five? Four, I think they're four and four at the four moment. And four? Now yeah, like sitting eighth. You, yeah. I mean sitting in eighth, but like how many of that from five through to twelve are unpredictable? Mm. Like they could go anywhere. I. I don't know. I, and don't, I, and I, I can't. I can't write Richmond off. Right, and I, I think, can't. and correct me if I'm wrong. I think they've only lost, but the four games they have lost, I think they've lost to top, top eight teams, has it? Yeah. Melbourne, yeah. Geelong, Port, Port, and Sydney. Sydney. Yeah. yeah. So, so they've so lost to they've lost top to genuine top eight yeah. teams, which is fair enough. Yeah. Um, and they've got injuries. They've got real key players out too. Like mm. Cochin is, he might be the. A star midfield player. He's a bit of the engine, leader. He's a bit of the engine. He's a real engine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Grimes down back is so important. Like yeah, they've, they've had a few out. Dusty missed a week. He's, you know, them now. We, we know that Dusty only plays footy when it matters. Right, but yeah. like, mm. he's looked, you know, a little bit sluggish. Anyway, we'll probably write him off and they'll probably shit in the well, grand final yeah, again. They but will. Well, did you see that Gary Lyon completely just said, no, nah, they, they're done? On the couch. Gaza. Yeah. On the couch. Well, that's, what that's, they, that's a big Gary statement in the middle of the went season. Up and said, nah, Richmond are done. Yeah. Their premiership window is every, over. Every year it has to end. And you've experienced it as a oh, diehard hard me. You, you, you win three in a row, you think it'll never end, but it has to. It has to. It has to. And, you know, they've crashed back. What, your Hawks are sitting 17th? And yeah. They're probably the 16th or 17th best team in the comp. Easily. Um, it happens, but like I feel like with Richmond, or when when you're in that era, you just you don't want to write them off. You're so yeah, scared you to write a team. You off. can't really. Um, um, anyway, we'll move on. Oh, before we move on, Tom and I both tipped Richmond there, so we're zero for one. Did so we? Far. Yes, we yeah, did. She both went Richmond, and Oops. Rob Rob came up to me, uh, one of our mates, yeah. and like gave me a good old punch in the arm and said. Thanks, mate. I changed my tip as soon as you listened to the podcast. About, about 15 minutes before the I game guess. started. <laughs> we were so. probably so confident. I get amnesia. I completely forget what we actually... Insomnia. Yeah. <laughs> um, move on. Move on. Uh, Gold Coast v St Kilda. I believe I tipped the Saints. You picked the Suns. I did tip the Suns. I actually had... like Because footy was cancelled, there was about... Hmm. 15 mil of rain on a Thursday night so the Illawarra uh, region just says no yeah. just no football this week yeah right <laughs> whatever closed. but I actually had the Saturday to watch some footy and it was really good um, this game Suns are in the box Suns should have, Suns should have won this hmm. they were in box Easily seat for won. most of the game they looked a better side than the Saints and then Oh, just looking at the worm now like the Suns got out to a sort of 18 point lead yeah. Night, 20 point lead midway through the third quarter and then from there the Saints just decided again like they do sometimes which, to actually play footy yeah. which is which is four like four unanswered goals on, yeah. on you without yes. you kicking yes. anything which is well, I th- yeah which is red um, hot in the third quarter yeah so I don't know that this would be one that the Suns would look at okay, and oh, want it back like they win this and all of a sudden they're they're four and four with Richmond, um, GWS, and Fred. And they're, like, they're, they're going to be sitting either 8th or ninth if they win this. Yeah. Like, and instead they're sitting 12th. And you're like, well, they're probably back right. down with Carlton, Adelaide, Essendon. Yeah. yeah. Rather than up in that conversation. Yeah. Um, and you're nervous about them next week regardless of who they're playing. So, yes. 
like they've got they've got the Lions, which will be the which Q Cash. The Q Cash. That, that'll be an interesting game. Yeah. The Clash. Because um, I'm not quite convinced with the Lions either yet. <laughs> yeah, oh, um, they're, they're, they're growing on me. They're growing. I'm there or thereabouts with them, I think. Yeah. After, because I think they did they start the season on three or oh and two, one and two. I think. They were, yeah, they, I think. They no, were nearly. Remember they they no, were on three and then they won right, after the uh, after yeah, the kicks. Right. So that just sort of kept them in. Yeah. Or like, you know, it's very hard if you. I think you lose your first four and you pretty much statistically in don't trouble. make finals. Yes. Or you yeah. definitely don't finish top four and you certainly don't win the premiership. Well, I think, what are they now? Five and three, I think? Yeah. So they've won yeah, five so on the trot. They're tracking pretty well. Tracking pretty well. So it's just not bad. Yeah, um, they are five and three. GWS and Essendon. Genius is a good game. It's a really good game. Uh, the Giants, they're back in it. The Giants are... The Giants are I'm starting life. to believe there is a bit of a sound. Yeah. yeah. A little Coming sound. out of... Greater Western it's, Sydney. I don't know if it's big, big, but it's, it's not that it's, big. It's rumbling. But you can sort of hear it. Yeah. Western Sydney's not that. It's only a couple hundred k's. Like, you know. well, I just want to chime in here. I want to talk about just real quickly. We talk about these hybrids of like the Bont and Crips. Yeah. These big, massive dudes being able to bend down and pick the footy up and go at pace. I want to start talking about this new hybrid, this new monster <laughs> of this small. Five foot eleven Toby Green playing yeah. a key full forward role, kicking four or five goals a game. Yeah, as a genuine small midfielder, small yeah. forward. Yep, I love it. It's um, he just he's so good at playing. Like he bats above his average yeah. as far as size. Unbelievable. He's just such a quality player, and I think the thing that's really helping him is blokes like we've sort of talked about in the last couple of weeks, Taranto. Um, Kelly's Taranto, starting to play a bit of yeah, good Yeah, Kelly's starting to find a little bit. Um, Hopper, Jacob Hopper, yeah. my mate. Have, have um, <laughs> um, Hop's kicked the winner, um, but he's starting to come along as that. Yeah, you know, he can sort of take that midfield role. Callum Ward's still there, so that's allowing Toby to play more as that. He's a forward now. Mm. He's a fo- yeah, he might chop out every now and then, and or if he's forward at that. he's not finding it. Like forward, you might yeah. throw him in the midfield five minutes, just get him involved. Get him but involved. he's, but that's the thing is he's, he's, he's still getting twenty over twenty touches a game. Yeah, I think he's yeah. averaging twenty like in like two goals. Yeah, yeah, he's like a genuine like chopping midfielder for most teams. Yeah, and he's going forward and like kicking bags. Yeah, like kicking yeah genuine and bags. Now I'll be the first of me. I don't like Toby Graham whatsoever. Love but, him. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I also love this other bloke named Tom Papley, and they're a similar style player. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, Toby Green's a better player than yeah. Papley. Oh, love him, love him. Yes. But um, they're the similar. They're a similar type player, and they're so so hard to mark. Like mm. it, uh, there was an example last week with uh, when we beat Geelong, Sydney beat Geelong. That last play there, where he's he, always he almost won the one on one. Then followed up quickly. Second, third effort. Second, yeah. third effort. Then was at the contest unmarked, and he's kicked the snap that sealed the yeah. sealed the game for us. Yeah. Like how many of your key forwards that are six foot five six doing that? Doing yeah, like, exactly. It's let alone him standing at all of about five foot nine, five foot eight. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I like your thinking there. Mm. Just Plus. just another couple, just quickly on the Giants too before we move on. Uh, Tommy Green is only a second year big body big, midfielder, big boy. mate. He's strong and he's big that boy. he's that inside bull. Yeah. And so he Taranto and Hopper are really working well. And Lockie Ash is another one yeah. running half back. 
who's shown glimpses. I have seen But that. he's sort of been getting sort of 25, 30 possessions the last month or so. Yeah, he's been, he's yeah. been getting like 30 touches in yeah. the NFL, yeah. like consistent yeah. touches. Yeah, so he's been, so he's really come along as that. You know, reliable halfback, back. and we've seen how yeah, important his hands. how important running halfbacks are. This Especially year as well. Whitfield for them. Him coming back yeah. will be huge. Yeah, well, but, Rick Whitfield is back. I think he played last yeah. week. This week just yeah, he'll um he'll work. He'll take a couple of weeks. But Ace is a good back. support for him yeah. when he comes back Absolutely. and he's firing. Yeah, and just before we move on to the next game, I do want to give shed some light on Essendon. Like they are only two behinds short. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't get disheartened by that. That's a, it's a tough, gritty win that the Giants just got over the line. Absolutely. Um, by not kicking straight. And yeah. <laughs> um, I was actually, I was actually here watching it, and Hop's been a leaping boy, sort of went screwing whatever. Um, so Jake Paul scoops the ball up on the opposite, opposite peg, yeah, just like oh, strong, good. picks it up on like below his knees, snaps the winner, and I was standing here on my own, and I was just like, yes, yes, go Hops, yeah. And then I looked around and I was like, oh shit, I'm the only person here. Like, oh, no one else cares. <laughs> no one else cares, but I was very excited. I, wanna, I say I want to give hope to the Essendon fans, but I've done, my re- I've done my research. I'm a big AFL advocate, but I'm pretty sure Essendon's lost, I think they're two and two and five, I think. Mm. Yeah, they're not. They could well. potentially be four yeah. and four. They've yeah. lost the three games this season by one, two, and three points. Yeah. One, yeah, two, and good. three points. Yeah. Um, that's actually that's a that, really good that's a really one, good one two pick and up. three points Far out. yeah so that so we you look at the ladder they're 15th down with Collingwood and Adelaide but they win those ones yeah well they win two of those ones and all of a sudden they're up they're, they're up. sort of 10th 11th yeah yeah I want to do shed some light on Essendon though is uh, Darcy Parrish is an absolute jet he's coming along Anzac game day so two goals 42 touches thank you Come he on. is so good Cheers. he has 35 touches on the weekend um, 30 35 yeah 35 touches and he's averaging 35 disposals mm. like that's elite which is big because I remember when he first come in his first couple of years he was I think they were sort of overlooking him a bit just because of his I think he's a bit of a smaller well, in, like inside defense. outside mid yeah mm. and he wasn't getting much of the ball and I think the Eston Footy Club was sort of thinking like, is was this worth our pick, this yeah. bloke? And, and then this year, I think with a couple outs and Heppel getting moved back and Heppel, shifted Heppel around. back and Shield out, out for a fair while. He's just been yeah. racking up the disposals, yeah. like racking them up. It's good to see kids finally get a go. Yeah. Yeah. McGrath, Parrish, and Zach Parrish just gets it done. That everywhere. midfield's... That mid- that's it's a, a pretty good On a midfield. piece of paper, that's a dangerous midfield. It's quite a small um, midfield, but it's a it'll, midfield. It'll only improve too, I think. I think yeah. Zach Merritt's been good for a few years now, but his best foot is possibly come. still in front of him. Yeah. And the other two, definitely. Definitely, so. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, don't drip your heads, Essendon fans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the battle of the shitbox. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Collingwood, North Melbourne. Now, Collingwood get a resounding win and Buckley gets a f- another five-year contract extension. Surely. Surely. That's one of the biggest wins in their history. <laughs> oh, oh, someone sack someone. I don't, <laughs> I don't care who it is. I don't know about you boys, but I, I don't ever want to hear Jordan DeGoey Mentioned in the same breath as Dustin Martin. Oh, you can't. Oh, you just off. take that, you scrunch it up, and you toss it out the window. Right. It's never going to happen. The you bloke, turn, turn the bloke the can, can barely get on the paddock, let alone, you're talking about a three-time Norm Smith medalist and a Brownlow medalist. Yeah. For a bloke who, when he's on, yeah, he's not bad. He has the tattoos, he looks the same, maybe a bit here and there, but nah. He's, I don't, don't want to borrow him. He's kicked six on the weekend. Against... 
North against Melbourne. North Melbourne against a bloke named Aiden Bonner. <laughs> I mean, didn't get a game at GWS. No, and actually, to I, North I, think, I think it might be Bonner. Is actually how it's said. Um, is it? But on yeah, a third so, tier defender, he's yeah, kicked six. Who I always thought he was actually a midfielder, but anyway, whatever. Is um Aiden Bonner. So it's <laughs> a terrible name. Jordan to go. He's he's kicked six. He's had seventeen. Like he's played an okay game. Oh. Yeah, North I don't, North I don't North North still the worst. They're still the worst team. Oh, easily. Um, they're, they're the Adelaide. They're the Adelaide of last year. You remember they, this time last mm. year? I think Adelaide hadn't won, didn't win a game to around thirteen, yeah, yeah, fourteen. Yeah. Like, yeah. I reckon it'll be the same this year. Do they need a compensation pick or whatever? They get like, like you know, they've done the Gold Coast where they gave them. That was how they got Matty Rowe and yeah. Anderson yeah. in the same draft. Do they need one of them? Bit of a mercy rule. I don't know. Like, I don't even like. I'm trying to rack like. I think besides majority of the teams, like North Melbourne and Frio, are probably teams where I could probably name you maybe like five, six players, and the rest well, of them I couldn't even tell you just, where they come from, who they are. Yeah, if they're any good at footy, I'm just gonna go through like. If there's Jaden Stevenson, who yeah. we know, but couldn't get a game for Collingwood last year. Um, and he's been their star player this year. Like he has been performing he okay. Been, Give it to him. But yeah. he'd get a game. That, he'd get a game in another club. Outside of sure. that, there's Ben Cunnington. There's Todd Goldstein. Yeah. That's and who I name for you. Is Tarrant still there? Is he? Tarrant's been injured. Injured. Um, and Jack Zebel. And that's I reckon. I reckon. That's I, all about. That's all I can name you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm struggling to name anyone more than that. Yeah. Tarrant. He's a good player, but he's been he's on been the long-term injured. injury list yeah. for a while, and he'd have to be getting on too. He's old. He's the younger brother of bloody Chris Tarrant. Chris Tarrant, Chris Tarrant yeah. retired in about 2008. <laughs> so, yeah, he, yeah. I don't know. Not They're much upside. I still don't see any upside in North nah. Melbourne. So, Maybe they do need to pick. Chuck them a pick. I think we've given this game too much time. I think so too. <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. I was... I'm sick of this game. Um, this was a good game. This was a good game. Melbourne v Sydney. We mm. watched this. I was super pissed when I watched this, but mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Um, Melbourne just got it line nine points. Did look the better team most of the night. Um, Sydney showed flashes that made Melbourne supporters, I'd say, nervous. But um, just couldn't string it all together for four quarters. I think. I think the Swans... I think that game, even though you lost, was actually more... You had more upside to that game that you lost, even though you lost, if that makes sense. Oh, like, yeah. For you to keep up with Melbourne after... I'm pretty sure the week before they dicked Richmond, I'm pretty sure. Did they? Or the, uh, or the week before uh, that? Melbourne, Melbourne, they, Melbourne had that ordinary game against North. North. But the week before that, they, they smashed. Yeah. And for you guys, because going into this season, when you beat Richmond and you were like 4-0... Then you're like five and two. And I think you're five and three now. Yeah. I, I was like, I was thinking like, it's gonna be cracks are gonna appear here. Yeah, you're gonna, yeah, you're like, gonna start versing top eight teams, yeah. and you're gonna you're gonna drop off, and yeah. you're gonna yeah. which which you have a young list, which is fair enough. Oh. But to go against Melbourne, which I think at the moment are the top team at the yeah, moment, yeah. Melbourne, and hold your form, hold hold that sort of game. That I reckon yeah. that's way more upside to that. Well, I think than, that we played the exact same way that we played against. Um, Geelong and that mm. we probably didn't do it as consistently as we did against Geelong but we were quick with the ball we moved the ball fast and we just kind of backed all of our players at every moment of the game whereas this one we had those like moments where we did that and like 
when Sydney turn it on like that, they are pretty hard to stop. Oh, yeah. Um, especially against a team that, from what I can see, they're similar to Geelong, where they they just focus on moving their ball towards their structure and then attacking from there, whereas Sydney's just all guns blazing. Go yeah. As quick as we possibly can. And, and just quietly, too, they've lost by nine points to the Demons, who we've said are a very, very good very side. Good team. And also, they've brought in Buddy Franklin... And so Isaac Handy went out for this game. Yeah. Buddy came back in. Buddy's had six touches, taken three marks, and had next to no impact, impact. on the game. No. Like, he had an off night, and he's getting older. He's going to have them. Mm. But at the end of the day, he's still Lance Franklin. He still has the potential he to win games factor. off his own boot. Yeah. He's, he's not the superstar, unstoppable superstar he once knew. He's still a very, very good mm. player. Yeah. And Buddy's played... Terribly, yeah. he has played terribly this good. game, and they've still lost. Like they've still gone within pretty much kick. They were within a kick all night. So yeah. there's there's definitely like yeah. there's upside and improvement for the Swans. Like they look, I don't think they're a flag. I don't know if they're a flag contender, but they mm. definitely have the potential to really give the finals a shake up. I reckon definitely. Yeah. yeah. Rip, buddy, come back, Hawthorne, please. <laughs> Another good player lost. <laughs> oh, sorry. I know. Open wounds. Um, <laughs> The Adelaide Derby, Port v Adelaide. Uh, the showdown. The showdown. Excuse me. The Get it right. Showdown. <laughs> All right, prison bars. All right, prison bars. Uh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, look, Port got the job done here. Um, Adelaide fired half a shot in the second quarter and then didn't do much after that. Port fiddled, fiddled into nothing. Yeah, Port ran away fairly well. Um, Boak won the showdown medal and. Tommy Clury, key back, did a really good job on Tex. Mm. They were the two standout uh, performers for Port. Um, but the real story out of this was Port's big old fuck you to Eddie Maguire. Mm. Yeah. When the second that they walked off the ground, obviously the prison bars, we talked about it last week, it's been all through the news. It's just, it's got really personal with Eddie calling Koshy a big nose, like saying he's got a big nose and really personal Give comments. It and it's like, are we in... Like, I've heard better comments in my year nine class. Yeah. And, like, there's some terrible shit coming out of that. Anyway. Um, he does have a big nose, though. He does have a big nose. <laughs> Just like the point but, but the second that Port's come off the ground, they've changed their Guernseys into the prison bar, sung the song in that. And I thought that was pretty good. Oh, I thought oh, it was great. No, I, I think that they did a... Um, I, think, I think it's good. I think they, they played by the rules. They didn't lose yeah. their points by wearing them. And then... They've stuck to their culture and their spirit yeah. by wearing the prison bar guernseys in the sheds. How good? How helpful would it be though? Come the end of the year, Porter in a pretty good spot. Yeah, just wearing them. And, and and they they can just they can just cop the four points. Yeah. Just like yeah, doesn't matter. Take them off. That's us. so good. <laughs> cop the four points, still win the game, and yeah. lose the four points. Yeah, and Although, the bars. Yeah. What would you do though if, say, from the weekend, uh, you you wore them in like singing the song. And then the AFL turns around and says, no, nah, we're taking four points off you. We warned you. You, like, put it on our televised mm. broadcast, which we've got deals with, that affects us. Even right. if you didn't put it during the game, still affects the game. Mm. And they just take the four points off you. What does the Port Adelaide front office do there? Oh, I think it's a bit more technical than that. I think if they've said, like, you can't wear these prison bars, they're like, okay, well, why and when and they're like you can't wear them during the game like because it's because of this and that and this mm. they've 
like once you go down the sheds, you can rip your shirts off, you can put bloody t-shirts on, you can do whatever you want once you're in the mm. sheds. It's generally the inner sanctum, and you can always argue that. But that would suck. I was, I was about to say, <laughs> I wasn't really asking you for the rule definition. <laughs> more just asking for your opinion. Could you imagine the downfall if you lost the four points because of that, and then yeah. come crunch time, you missed the top eight by, by oh, yeah. Four. yeah. Or the even, team even would go just down top the four. You missed top yeah. four, you don't get a yeah. final. Your like, team, you'd, you'd, you'd go down in history for that. That'd be forever in that yeah. history. Yeah. That would be pretty grim. Anyway, next one. Your Hawkers. Your Hawkers. It's, I'm going to be honest with you. It's hard, it's, it's, it's hard to watch on this season. It is hard to watch. They, they have glimpses, but it's oh. just, it's just. I think the youth, this, the in, yeah, the decision-making, the, the inability to move the ball where it should go. They have the right idea. They want to do it, yeah, yeah. but just the inability to execute that is just letting us down move. a country mile. We've touched on this a couple of times, but I don't know if you've got any contacts at the AFL, but or Hawthorne in particular. But can I you could. tell someone to tell Tom Mitchell to kick the fucking ball? Yeah. Like, <laughs> he loves he, he, he loves handballing hand passes. He handballs it out to the blokes that are incapable of kicking yeah. to your teammates. Mm, like, that's actually not a bad point, Price. Yeah. Like that's that's a he does player. do it. As a, a senior long. player, grab the ball and yeah. take the game on yourself. Like he does a lot of. Relying on other people, like he's had forty-one touches. He, yeah, like he puts up superstar numbers with disposals, but thirty-one of them are handballs. Yeah, and it's, it's not like, good. How many of those, like, that's good disposal efficiency for him? But that next kick after that, yeah, like, and it's always a poor one. That one's always the one that lets. Yeah, yeah. And that next like, kick after that, or the next handball after that, is that an under pressure handball or what? Yeah. So, I would say the disposal efficiency is probably pretty poor. Mm. In that sense, because no, like I mean, this ten, season we we won't we don't have to stand too because the game was shit we got pumped but yeah we we are implementing with the faster game Clarko's decided to go the opposite way and implement oh, we sit one extra behind the footy and yeah, okay. attack from pretty much like the kick out we use yeah. our attacking footy yeah. and you see players like Jaff yeah. and Hardwick and yeah. those running shields those running yeah. but we get it you're right Mitchell we get it to halfway where it might be. A stoppage or like a scrimmage, and Mitchell will get the footy out halfway, and yeah. sick kicking the thing. Yeah, he hand passes it to yeah. someone who's yeah. who doesn't know where to kick it, how to kick it, or yeah, the direction that they should should be going in. Exactly. Yeah, and that's what really lets us down. But I haven't, I haven't seen that much Hawks footy, but I have like the I have seen glimpses that I really it's, like. They I do yeah. like it kills you, but. The fact that there's Hardwick and there's Morrison and there's CJ yeah. who want to take the game on, like it, it's going to make you rip your hair out at times. Hmm. But at least you can see what they're trying to do. Building to they're, they're trying to, yeah, yeah, they're, they're trying to play attacking good footy. I think. And we've got some good young yeah. blokes. Where, where's your upside coming from? Yeah, we got heaps. We got like we got Warpool, Will Day. Will Day's injured at the moment, but he's yeah. going to be a genuine solid defender back down back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, CJ, he's been electric. I, yeah. I, that dude's been playing reserves for the past three years. Crazy. How yeah. can't? Where's that guy been? What's been going on there? Clarko's just not hit the nail on the head with that one. But I'm glad he's in. <laughs> just a quick one that I've just noticed. Um, Andrew Gaff spent ninety five percent of the game on the ground. Mm. Did you hear that? that bloke had thirty? What did he have? Thirty eight touches, twenty five kicks, seven handballs, and he spent ninety five percent. Surely that bloke's gassed. <laughs> Winning, spending ninety five percent of the game. He's the most like that year that he punched Brayshaw in the face. Mm. 
that was like, like have you heard interview? Have you seen after the Gazette interview? That guy's like, eh, yeah, we had a good game and um, like thank the boys and yeah, that's about it. Yeah, and and then it's like in, it's like Brayshaw got punched in the face by Santa Claus. Like, <laughs> the nicest kind of slightest <laughs> bloke just turns around and King hits you in the face. Like oh. Jesus. But he's a genuine jet. He does keep his touches, and yeah. he's obviously quite fit then to play. Yeah, he is. Ninety-five percent of the time, on the absolutely. Yeah. Um, just before we move off, just because I love, we've mentioned CJ like literally every single yeah. podcast. I love that there was the bloke who debuted for Bulldogs, uh, Karmas Buka, yeah. I think. Buka. Um, there's CJ who's been coming along beautifully. There's the Freddies, um, yeah, Fast Freddy Fast and Fred. Flash Freddy. Uh, one from Frio, one from Port. Yeah, um, the twins. These sort of South Sudan, South even, Sudanese, even Ali Ali as well. And Magic Door was a bit of a trendsetter yeah, for that was. as well. There a yeah. couple of years back. Really cool seeing these, like yeah. you know, African third world country yeah, people from, from yeah. South Sudan, from Ethiopia, coming through, and they play exciting footy. Yeah. They play exciting raw, footy. Raw yeah, unbelievable athletes. So. Yeah. That's just another thing that's... I think, like, there's been glimpses of... There's been a couple coming through, but mm, yeah. last year or so, or this year, I'm really noticing it, which is cool. So is that no, I like that. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's just, like, untapped. And, and you, you don't have to look twice to see it. You see it straight away. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But even just the footy that they're playing, like, you just watch them run up and down. Yeah. Like, yeah, they, I don't know. I reckon it's cool. It is. I agree with that. Moving on. Western Bulldogs, Carlton. Um, didn't the Blues muff this one? Oh, they just blew this one big time. It was it. Can I get another David Teague um, post conference, post game interview? Um, we just you just got to believe in us. We're, we're building. You just got to believe. I want the supporters to know. <laughs> How that, much can you build? That we can build. The, the boys are building. We've got confidence within the group. I want to know how you blow a thirty point lead going into three quarter time, heading into the fourth. <laughs> And lose this game by was it twenty? They end up losing by nineteen. Uh, nineteen points. Sixteen. Oh, like I just can't wrap my head around that. I just cannot. Yeah, I don't know. I, I love love looking at the worm in these ones where Carlton got themselves out to like literally a twenty eight point lead halfway yeah. through the third, and then lose and by sixteen. Like get killed. Like, like Bont just 30, literally 40 dragged points. He just dragged them out of this, and then. From that, on the back of that, sort of Trelaw started working their way into it and these really good players. And then they just start, like, they're just good. They just yeah. kept getting it right. Um, and once they got on that run, they just couldn't stop him. Yeah. And there was that one where Bont's taken the mark 15 metres out and no one from Carlton stood on the mark. Yeah. Like, he's taken a really good pack mark yeah. and they've all just put their heads down and walked in opposite ways. And Bont has walked up literally to the goal line because no Carlton player stood on the mark. So the umpire said, Easy no slot. one's on the mark. Yeah. No one can stand there or it's 50. Yeah. And so he just walked in, kicked it. I just thought, oh. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how long we can keep believing it. Yeah. yeah. And, I don't, and I don't I think, know how much they can build. Like It's not yeah. like they're building shelters for poor people. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like, you just got to build 22 blokes in yeah. a team. And it's... It's not fucking rocket science. And uh, I think, I can't remember who I was speaking to. Might have been. Oh, is there a blue supporter at our, at our, at the doggies? It was some, someone, one of the boys. And yeah. like, I don't know about you boys, but I actually, since I think Carlton beat Richmond in, when they finished ninth that year. Yeah. That, that was the last time I remember Carlton. I don't even remember that, what year that was, 2008, 2009? Yeah, 10, 9, I reckon. Like, yeah. 
That's genuinely been like 12 years <laughs> since your footy club's been like, not even the best, like just good. Come like on, just yeah. genuinely right. good. Yeah. yeah. We said, we've but, been saying this oh. about Melbourne too. Like Melbourne, it's been a long time since, I don't remember that Melbourne ever been good. Yeah. Like, like not, not, not like fresh on my mind. Maybe. In fairness, I think that might have been slightly because that was the drug scandal. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Essendon Carlton got, got dropped, in because Essendon got yeah. dropped out, so Carlton yeah. finished ninth, and so they got like in by sixth. default, <laughs> and they beat the Tigers. Which yeah. Wags is crying over there in the corner. He's, he was telling me last week how yeah, that just broke Not his heart. Good. But it's been that long since they've been any good. Yeah, yeah. like and that like yeah. I remember being a kid watching that. Yeah, like that. That's probably still ten years yeah, ago. Yeah, like yeah. Crazy. Um, Josh Bruce still putting a, a ticket out there for Coleman. Tell you what, five, five two years ago, there. I would have delisted him at the end of 2019. Uh, every, every second so time I see the, him, I want to delist him. The week before he kicked 10 yeah. against North, I wanted to delist him. I yeah. was like, get rid dude, of him. Get like, him out. He just, every second week, he'll show something, and then he'll just be like, yeah. what? How is this? Like he loses all IQ of football. It's the exact same as Sam Reid. He's the exact same as Sam Reid in Sydney. Just like, you, the, every week you're thinking, oh, what the fuck? This bloke's got a gig again. Like, how is this bloke getting a gig? And mm. like McDonald, our new, like, up-and-coming forward isn't getting a gig. Yeah. And then, like, sometimes he just turns it on, and you go, oh, I guess he can stay. Next week just turns into absolute peanut. And <laughs> you just think the same thing over and over again. And Josh Bruce is the exact same. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. know whether to trust him or not. Oh, you can't trust but him. Can't. But the dude's, the dude's getting the job done uh, slightly more often than not now. So yeah, look, no, you credit where him. credit's due. Yeah, and the Bulldogs, yeah. Bulldogs, yeah, Bulldog, Bulldog, Bulldogs, Bulldogs get a get a win. They shouldn't have dropped this, and they did enough not to drop Yeah, it. they get the four points. They um, get the Chockies. That's all, yeah. So they've done enough. And finally... Um, Brisbane Freeman or Brisbane got the win uh, pretty comfortably in the yeah. end, 24 points. Um, don't have much to say about it. No, nah, neither. One thing I do have to say, though, uh, I had five bucks left with my punters club money betting for the week, and I was sitting there on Sunday, as you do. I was like, okay, games of footy. So we had, who do we have? We, it was the early game. West Coast. West Coast uh, Hawthorne. Yeah. West Coast, good favourites here. Yeah, I'll back them. Dogs Carlton. Should get the job done. Back him. Uh, Lions Dockers at home. Should get the job done. Back him. And then went Manly Sea Eagles over the Warriors. Uh, and then Dragons over Bulldogs. Yeah. And then threw in Tommy Turbo to score. And young Matty Figai on debut. He's a leak boy from uh, the Dragons to score. All got up five bucks into one hundred and thirty six. So that was a that was a pretty pretty nice little Sunday Sunday. I did trip. like that. So I got the like boys log, up. I did like logging on and seeing. If, yeah. if I'm not wrong though, Tom, your your tip on Tommy Turbo actually made your your figures go down. No, yeah, I don't know how that. No, I wanted to. Ruben Garrick, the winger, <laughs> made my figures go down. So I went. Oh, I'll just go with Turbo. And Turbo had scored, I turned on 12 minutes into the game and he'd scored twice already. So I was like, oh well, that's Lovely. pretty good. That's Thanks pretty good. Coming. And then it was Western Bulldogs over Carlton, who I was so confident about. They were like my most confident one. They nearly let me down. Yeah. 
That's about all. And that yeah. that's the Lions Dockers. Yeah. Um, I'd like to apologise to, to any of you guys out there that are Fremantle supporters. I don't think I've ever said much about the Dockers because I just don't know anyone. Right. <laughs> but have you, how many people have you met? Matt Pilbro goes for Fremantle. Does he? Yep. Oh, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, outside of that, I don't know if I know any Fremantle supporters. Uh, Jacob Manley might be. He wears yeah, a true, jersey. true. He does. He does. Um, wear him to. Let's just. We need to get through this quickly. We're we do. We're literally time. an hour in, and uh, we've talked to right. Foz, right. and we've. Ticked uh, off the so AFL. Week nine, uh, Saints Geelong. I'm going with Geelong. Ah, uh, Geelong. Yeah, Geelong. Okay, Sydney Collingwood. I'm going with Sydney, and I'm gonna put a tip in. I reckon that we're gonna beat them by eighty points plus. <laughs> Why don't we just I go? Think that we're gonna maybe that could be destroy. maybe that can be part of Parks's pay packet. Sydney forty plus, forty eighty plus. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're gonna destroy Collingwood. Um, Hawks North Hawks North Hawks get it done Hawks Give your me the boys, Hawks Your boys get it done Turn the Hawks Give um, me the Hawks Gold Coast Brisbane Brisbane uh, Brizzy Brizzy get it done yeah Richmond GWS In Melbourne Gotta be It's interesting It's gotta be Richmond I'm Gonna sling GWS a bullet here I'm gonna do it Yeah I'm gonna back the Giants yeah. too Why not I'm gonna sling them Alright Look okay. after Actually we've We've glanced over this just quite just to pull it up again. Shea Bolton, Dan Rioli uh, got into a oh, nightclub yeah. biff. We'll just spend a minute mm. on this. Like, apparently the rumor was that uh, Dan Rioli's girlfriend mm. was approached, and someone was being a bit of a creep. Bit of a not creep. not exactly yeah. sure what the details were, but yeah. look, she felt uncomfortable. So Dan Rioli's come over and tried to de-escalate the situation, try to tell him to piss off more or less, and um. Dario has been punched in the eye, so Shea Bolton seen that happen, come over, stood up for his mate and his girlfriend, give him and a whack. tried to give this bloke a whack and broken his wrist. So he's out for two to three weeks. That compounds that Richmond's issues. Like he's probably one of your top five players at the moment. He's on fire. Yeah, I don't. He took Mark the year last yeah, that was last nice. week. No, that was pretty sick. That's huge. But can you sit here and say that you'd like Shea Bolton? Oh, I, honestly, I'm like if you were the, if you were the backman and you had to play on him, yeah, would prob- you like? Probably him? not. He'd probably do my head in. I reckon, but I'd hate his guts. Yeah, <laughs> he's okay. He's oh, okay. But you don't know about team medium, I guess. But, yeah, no. Oh, okay. But on appearance, look, yeah, I reckon he'd, he'd probably be a little bit of a shit. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's another one to Richmond. So back, like, on the mm. on the back of that, I'm gonna back. I'm gonna back Giants. Yeah, I'm going yeah. Giants. I'm gonna go Richmond and I'm gonna get the four points off. Uh, Fort Western Bulldogs at the Adelaide Oval. This huge. could be a, this is a game on a Saturday. Game of around, around. I'm uh, going to back my Port boys, but I, wanna, after, I think I'm going to go Port after Bulldogs and Lee choking to come last week. After the, I expect Bulldogs to bounce back though. Yeah. After that, I think they're going to bounce back and go with the Dogs. Okay. Oh, I think that Port are just are still a little bit. A little bit less of desire. I'm sorry, Tom. I no, no. Just, I think you're just not quite there. Like, mm. you're thereabouts, but you're not quite there. I feel there. like they've got the pieces, but they just haven't quite been able to gel it. And I reckon... yet. I reckon Bevo would have ripped them a new one for even, even getting the win. Like, yeah. Like, good on your boys, It wouldn't have been a good win. Yeah. Um, Essendon and Fremantle, I'm going with the Dons. Um, Essendon, yeah. I'll go Essendon. Fozzie, Essendon or Freo? 
Essen. Essen. Yeah. I think Essen, they deserve, they deserve it. Essen yeah. deserve it. Yeah. Uh, Melbourne, Carlton. Melbourne. Yes, Melbourne. Um, I'm going to assume you're going to go with Melbourne. Because, um, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going West Melbourne. West Coast, Adelaide. West Coast. Adelaide, we, West Coast we glossed easy. over, we glossed over how bad Adelaide have been, but the last couple of weeks they have been, been awful. awful. Yeah. Um, like the West wheels, Coast, those early signs. Oh, last year Adelaide's come out. Yeah, it really has. Uh, let's quickly go through NRL. We'll just, I got, we'll I actually want to say one thing. I actually got a bit of a spray from, uh, Connor Butcher, a, uh, not not a spray, just oh, he, he just just gave spray. us some yeah. constructive feedback. Like, boys, your AFL knowledge is awesome, but selfish like the league too. Lift, and so you know what I've done. I could probably talk for an hour about the league. I was sat there, I did my research, I've taken my notes, but we're going to run out of time, so we'll probably cross over. <laughs> we have literally been going for an hour and two minutes already. Um, so, game one, Storm Rabbits, holy. Oh. Holy moly. Uh, rabbits, dig yourselves a hole and cover it up. Mm. Like, don't come out of it. Cam, that is disgusting. Cam Munster, does he know how to kick a football? Or uh, does yeah, he just this, know how to kick a football on the ground? Not this, in the is, air? this is great that we're focusing on Munster's conversion mm. rates more so than the fact that they've because the game was just a whitewash the fact that they've still beaten the rabbits by 50 points and Munster has converted 5 from 10 Uh, a lot of them were sideline shots but still so there's a potential for it to be 60 nil they should have won 60 nil that is a pizzling that is a genuine pizzling Josh Adokar uh, scored 6 I can't remember exactly I think it's the first player in 71 years Mm. of rugby league to score six tries like yeah there's been a lot that have scored five but to score six is obviously massive that much harder yeah four so, in the first half yeah huge. Like, like it was a the fastest man in the nrl he's the fastest man in the world the fastest man in the world on the um, planet he yeah he was unbelievable absolutely just dominated the whole day jerome hughes had one george jennings had two rabbits rabbits had some key cheese. outs rabbits had some key outs um Adam Reynolds didn't play, and rumour is that he's more or less signed with the Broncos. Um, yeah, that's this week's rumour anyway. He's more yeah. or less signed with them well, for the next three years. Last so, time I checked, he'd signed with the, the Sharks. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, that was, <laughs> as I say, this is this week's news. So that's um, worrying Huge. signs for the Rabbits if they play that badly. Well, they, are they still in the top eight after that loss? Yeah, they are. Still sitting okay. sixth, I believe. Um, then we had the Panthers Shark. Oh, boy. Oh boy. oh boy, the Panthers play some champagne rugby league, baby. They are good. Um, just how good was that no-look pass? Uh, Matt Burton ended up scoring the try, but it was... Um, oh. It was... Oh, everyone's just left me here for a second. I'm still here. <laughs> um, it, oh, no, passes. Passes, birdies. So... Yeah, <laughs> Parks has just opened up the oven and the room has just filled with smoke. I'm hot. His I'm roast, staying, his roast is cooked. It is um, cooking. But Cleary takes the ball to the line. Has turned kick out in, like that inside ball, the last three times. This time, fakes to kick out, no look, just straight to Luai. Luai goes through, gives a little one into Burton. Mate, it was absolutely champagne rugby league. It was as good a look, no look pass as I've ever seen. 
And those boys are flying. If you've got a KO subscription, please do yourself a favor. Just treat yourself. Just treat yourself. Even the mini. Dalian. Cleary Cleary has to be up there for Dalian. Whether the only thing will be whether there's enough blokes to take those Dalian points. A bit like the Bont winning Mm. the Brownlow. Is there too many people that are going to take those points off? That is true. Um, But he is the standout player in the league at the moment, I think. Um, And he. Luai's uh, combination is beautiful. Um, yeah. And also, sorry, one more thing on the Panthers. So, they're, they're twos. They play in the comp called the New South Wales Cup. Mm. They, because of the, those Sydney COVID dramas, so everyone who was in the top flight, who's NRL listed, got pulled out of their twos game, all right? So, they've lost 12 of their 17 players and their coach the day before the game. So they've picked up nine players from just a local St. Mary's team in the Penrith area. They've played eight of their under-21s in the twos. So they, these blokes never, probably never yeah. met each other. No um, they're down 14 points early against the Newtown Jets and then rallied and won 46-18. to 18. So Penrith, you put on a black Penrith jersey at the moment and you cannot do any wrong. These blokes have just like I don't know they've literally they've literally just come from like not even I don't know they're just playing local Sydney <laughs> footy playing local Western Sydney footy and they've come up and they've just, just smuggled Newtown who are full of can't remember who they're aligned to doesn't matter but full of NRL twos blokes so there's something there's nothing there's, for there's that. something there you go boys <laughs> um, eels roosters eels uh, just. Quite a physical game. It was a very physical game. Um, but it was a good game. Eels got done the end. Roosters, I think they just got a little bit injury. Oh, Roosters got some serious injury worries. And, and they got a few more in that Compounded game. more. Um, Drew Hutchison, who's their fourth string half, um, went down with uh, Dylan Brown from the Eels. Broke his ribs and was a bit of an ugly incident, actually. Mm. Um, it was slightly accidental, but led with the knees, dropped into him, broke his ribs, punctured his lung. So he'll be out for a while. Those injuries just keep compounding for the Roosters. Yeah. Um, and then we'll keep keep rolling through. The wheels fell off the green machine in Wagga. The wheels did fall off. The Raiders were up 16-0 at halftime at McDonald's, uh, McDonald's Stadium in Wagga. And... The Knights oh. came back and won 24-16. So the Raiders just can't score second half points at the moment. They've got out to Leeds and they just cannot finish off. So there's that. Uh, Titans, West Tigers. Um, it's a bit of a nothing game, to be honest. But the Titans got up in that really high scoring, 36-28. Uh, Cowboys got over the Broncos in a thriller. Val Holmes kicked a... Field goal. That was an elite field goal. Too. Yeah, it was. Really good field goal. Sort of off the second pass. So I think Clifford... Was that, was, that, was that a battle for the bottom of the ladder? Uh, uh, close to one, one, but one. Pretty close to Bulldogs are bottom. Yeah, oh, Bulldogs, Bulldogs yeah. terrible. But it was pretty close to. And then... I didn't watch oh, yeah. this one, though. Then St. George and Bulldogs, was it? And uh, then... Um, yeah, well, the Eagles, Turbo. Eagles Warriors, sorry. Oh, I just want to talk about Tommy Turbo for a second. So, we, we, we've been talking about how this bloke is like plus 40 to 50 points for the Sea Eagles. It's just some of his stats. So he's had two tries, which he scored in the first 12 minutes. He had uh, three, uh, 11 tackle busts, 
three line break assists, five line breaks himself. I believe he had three try assists and 191 running meters. Turbo. So some of those numbers, the Fox League boys were just losing their mind. They said it was some of the biggest numbers they've ever seen. Um, Jason Saab came up clutch late too. He like came up twice clutch and scored a second half hat trick. So even like I was watching it, the Seagulls were playing unreal footy. And somehow the Warriors just kept, you just kept looking at the scoreboard. They're just still there somehow. Mm-hmm. Like, so the Seagulls have only won this by six points, um, even though Turbo's absolutely killed it. Jason Saab's had a blinder. So I think that says more about the rest of the Seagulls mm-hmm. than anything else. But anyway, that was that. Was that. that was just huge <laughs> yeah. And um, then in the last game, Dragons-Bulldogs. Dragons got it done. Bulldogs are a terrible football team. And Kyle Flanagan, their main playmaker, who's meant to be one of them marquee men, got hooked before halftime when the game was still on the line. Um, and my only takeaway was Matt and Max Figai, a couple of Leeton products, uh, went to St. Francis, my school. Once played, once played on the same footy side as him. I was, uh, I was a winger and can't remember which one, but one was the fullback and one was the centre. So that must make me own all right. I played on the same game as one kicked in the face when I tried to tackle. There you go. Wags, Wags played the same game and got kicked in the face. So look, that was my, that's my claim of fame for Good the weekend. Um, so they, the Twins, they debuted for the Red V. So when they got that win, so it was cool. So I think... Um, I think I tipped the Storm. You tipped the Rabbits. Yeah. Um, I we both tipped the Panthers. We both tipped the Eels. We both tipped the Raiders. Both tipped Titans. I think we're pretty much the same all the way through. I yeah. Think, I think I might have picked Broncos. You might have gone Cowboys. I think so. And then both went Seagulls. Both went Dragons. So I think we're evens around. Yeah. Um, Next week, we've got West Tigers Knights. Well, after their last win, mm. I'm going to go with the Knights. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, Knights. It has to be Knights. Tigers are still bad. So, yeah. But last time we said they're bad, they I know. I know. Uh, Seagulls, Broncos, Tommy Turbo. Turbo. Yeah, I'll, I'll, pick, I'll, I'll pick Turbo. I'll pick Turbo. Uh, for, sorry. Seagulls. Seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to this two answer. Uh, Bulldogs, Raiders. Raiders will come back and thump Bulldogs. Yeah, that's yeah. a meh Bulldogs game. still going to be down the bottom. It's going to be an awful game of football. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sharks, Rabbitohs. Will Rabbitohs bounce back? Rabbitohs will bounce will back. Will Adam Reynolds, Reynolds is back. back? Reynolds is back. So, yeah. okay. against his possible team? I haven't. I don't know. Possible it's his third possible, possible team yeah. in the last three weeks. So. Uh, Roosters, Cowboys. Can the Roosters get past their injury woes? Uh, over the Cowboys, yes. I think they can get Where's it being played at? In Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, Roosters. Also, I'm gonna go with the Roosters. I thought about going Cowboys, but no, nah, that's just dumb. Uh, Warriors, Eels, Eels, Eels. Uh, Storm, Dragons, Storm. Yes. And Storm Titans, Eels. Panthers, Panthers. Yes. The, the men from Panthers the mountain. Has to be. The yeah. men from the mountain are flying. Um, all right. I think that's it. We've look. Origin is coming up closer. It's getting there. We had the Holy Grail mail, but I reckon we just hold off for that one for another week. I reckon so. Okay. We'll, we'll just just see how things see how things play out over one more week, and then we will bring to you your, our Origin prospective sides. Yeah. Um, a couple of things I just three weeks to touch out. on before we uh, finalise our episode here with Foz. Uh, the Canelo Alvarez Billy Joe Saunders 
fight on the weekend. Canelo Alvarez broke uh, <laughs> Billy Joe Saunders' eye socket, his orbital bone, in three places, which he's had to have surgery on and will be out of boxing for a long time. Yeah, right. With one punch. Mm. One just clean Good up cut that... And this is what he said when he went back to his corner uh, at the end of round eight. He's not getting up. I broke his eye. (laughs) (laughs) That is so far. He was up and ready for the next round like 10 seconds before the bell went. And he knew. He's he's already celebrating. He knew that he'd won the fight. This guy couldn't see out of his eye. It was an absolute... It was a great fight up until that. Yeah, and these commentators are saying like sometimes you just know... You just know, yeah. like it's, it's like it's hit. dug it's a in good there. Hit. It's dug in there, and you've probably felt it. Um, Billy Joe Saunders went for a big, like went for a big hit, yeah. and then ended up literally pretty much headbutting this <laughs> uppercut. Like yeah. he just got himself, and as soon as he missed, you could just see him go like, "Oh no, oh, <laughs> this is this is trouble," and just bang. Um, but what I, what shocked me with uh, boxing. On the weekend now, I understand these guys. They do it every single day for a living. Like they, Canelo Alvarez punches so hard. Like he throws everything at these punches. This bloke he is turned, huge. He turned pro at fifteen. He just did turn pro at fifteen. He's like these boys are built. They look on the TV. They look massive. They're running around at like zero percent body fat. Yeah, no, no, and they're like, no weight. They they were fighting for the super middleweight, which is like seventy one kilos. Mm. They just look we shredded. Look, just we were looking at boxing weights. How how heavy are you, Foz? Do you mind me asking? Like 80, 82? 82. You are you're a light heavyweight. Yeah. Like eighty two. Could <laughs> you imagine me going against a light heavyweight? Like, he'd t- he'd, he'd take my head off. He'd punch my head off my spine. I'm in heavyweight. I'd have to fight Tyson Fury. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's crazy. Um, that is, but it, I just wanted to say like you shows how much like how athletic and how mm. like fit those guys have to be because they're 71 kilos and are pure muscle like you cannot have a shred of body fat on no. you to be that weight that is ridiculous that is my big take on the boxing uh, apart from the fact that Canelo Alvarez is now 57 and 1 with 39 knockouts and he holds 5 belts simultaneously and he did try and hold those five belts at the end of the fight, which looked really <laughs> awkward. Yeah, he tried to hold five of them. <laughs> anyway, good on him. They got good a lot of bling on him. You got to, you got to be pretty strong to do that. Um, Seventy-one kilo fella. Hold on. Just a couple of, a uh, couple of ex cricketers, couple of nineties, early two thousands cricketers who have made the made a bit of news the last week. So Stewie McGill, the main one. Stewie. Poor Stewie's being kidnapped, um, and there's. There's a fair bit of fair bit of fishiness yeah. around here. Like, there's, there's a bit so much. So he's been reportedly kidnapped. Did you had you, you sort of knew the story pretty yeah, well? Yeah. So like, first of all, just like who like it has to be when you hear a story like that, it just has to go. My first opinion and thought just went straight to it has to be someone close to this bloke. Yeah. Because yeah. you're not an average day, everyday average Joe blow that comes out in the street. And stands here and goes, that's Stewie. There he is. I know him. You yep. play cricket for Australia. <laughs> I'm going to kidnap him. <laughs> it's just, not every bloke does that. Maybe maybe, maybe us here and a couple of cr- cricket fan heads, but not everyone does that. 
And, so, and no, no disrespect to Stewie, he doesn't exactly. He was never a peak no, athlete. No, but he's, of course not. He's not in he's not exactly shape of the moment. No, yeah. he's a very generic. And so player. and so he's been he's been taken, driven out to. I think he was taken in Melbourne. No, he was in Sydney. So oh, he's driven Sydney. out somewhere like in Sydney. But he's driven out somewhere, somewhere like really like out west, west super yeah. out west. And they've just tied him up, recorded him, recorded who he was, bashed him. Like, just flogged him when he's on the chair, held him at gunpoint, said, you need to get us this money by XXX date. Mm. Put the head... Well, must have had him... I'm assuming had, like, a bag or something on his head because they all had bags on their head, or clubs, or so they didn't know who he was. Dropped him, and then driven him back from way out west, just dropped him out, pretty much out in front of his house and drove off. That's it. Done. See you later. Poor Stewie's stressing that they're going to come back. Oh. Know his family, know where he lives, going to come back, screw him up beat up his family, do whatever to him. So, Paul Blake, I don't think, reports it to I'm the police sure until like a week later. I'm pretty sure this happened on the 14th of April, which is now the 12th of May. May. And I think it was so, last week. Yeah, so he news. hasn't reported it for yeah. three weeks. Yeah. Um, and, and then the police ended up arresting two blokes within about and 30, 36 hours, I'm yeah. pretty sure. And the fresh twist, as Parks has just got it up here, is that, like, this is obviously sort of back end of last week's news, but it's... His girlfriend that he's mm. seeing, or his partner, yeah. it's her brother. Her so brother. it's his yeah. brother-in-law, yeah. who supposedly they don't have much to do with, and the rumours sort of floating around is that he's a like you know bit of a sort of drug, bit of a, yeah. he, well and truly involved in some Sydney drug scenes. Apparently, it was over some cocaine type thing. Whether it was mistaken, mistaken. identity, mm. sort of, or like the police are saying that McGill had nothing to do or like wasn't directly was involved, involved in yeah. this yeah look we'll, we'll have to wait and see what comes It'll out be interesting of it but to see. there's <laughs> there's a bit out it's just red hot though that, yeah. that in the news headlines when that was on that was in the article I was just thinking is this real this yeah. is a joke yeah like, oh, like, you click on it it's an April Fool's joke. Joke. Yeah. yeah it's not um, the first of April and yeah. then and then on you know some red hot stuff happening so Michael Slater has been in the news. He's mm. he was over in at the in the IPL in India and teed off on Scomo last week, saying that he had blood. Scomo had blood on his hands because he wasn't letting these people come, come back, back. These Australians I, come back. I briefly back. heard about this. And then so blah 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 that went on. Scomo was kind of just like, "What the fuck is this dude? Like, what is Michael Slater saying to me?" Anyway, <laughs> doesn't matter so much. They've then been flown out to the Maldives one of arguably the most beautiful mm, holiday spots you can possibly go. Fantastic. So he and a heap of other um heap or other Australians are sort of quarantining there before they can get let back in to Australia. So tough life. So I'm just imagining Slats just, you know, just laid up at the Maldives <laughs> and just on his phone, just teeing off at ScoMo. And then apparently he and Davey Warner, who are supposed to be good mates, it's just rumours floating around. They've had a bit of a biff, so a a, they're they're not quite enjoying not quite enjoying the bell dives <laughs> enough, uh-huh. or they've had one or two too many too peanut many, too uh, many bing tangs. What are they? Peanut Penny, Gregory's, uh, no, grand cordials, peanut Gregory's, peanut coladas, peanut coladas. Yeah. They've had a couple too many peanut coladas, and they've just got a bit lippy. Apparently, it, yeah. had a bit of a bit of a biff, but anyway, you make of that I what like, you will. Yeah. They've both denied that strongly, so. Not here to point fingers, just just reporting news. Yeah. That's all. Just reporting rumors. <laughs> so that really caught my eye. Those two really caught my eye. That is good. 
What do you reckon? Anything else to add? I think I had... I actually did show notes, and that's why it's gone for so long. I actually... Rather than rolling into this 10 minutes before and having nothing, I've actually done some show notes. But I think I've ticked most of them off. My last one was that the... In the Super Rugby AU final, so the fact that this is the grand final for (laughs) Rugby Union, and we've tacked this on the end of... Stuart McGill and Michael Slater mm. but uh, the Reds actually got up in a thriller James O'Connor yeah I did uh, see the highlights of that actually. yeah a bit of a bit, bit of a redemption last, story last four minute try yeah yeah like in the try. 84th minute yeah. like after the post yeah and so they beat the Brumbies with a try from James O'Connor that is all Hologram Owls I think we'll skip the holy. We'll skip holy ground. All right, sweet. we'll put um, that on pause. Put that on pause. Yeah, special edition. You it's went been, a, bit it's been a pleasure yeah. having you, Foz. Um, Pleasure's mine. Frost with Foz has been quite a success. It has been a yeah. success. Before we go, I just want to say uh, we've actually added another. We have. The stable um, is growing. The and the social media... Uh, <laughs> our JT's connections from Leeton <laughs> loving it on Facebook. <laughs> just want to give a shout-out to all the Leeton people that yeah. have gotten around uh, gotten around the, the Holy Grail podcast. Thank you so much for your support. I know it's all about Josh Thomas. We'll get him on here at yeah, some point. He will, have a chat. Here, yeah. he will be on here. Um, but, yeah, we are sponsoring Josh Thomas from the Wollongong Bulldogs AFL Love me some JT. Club. Yeah. Um, JT has been an absolute superstar so far and we're looking forward to seeing his name come up in the best along with the Holy Grail podcast as well so, and so there's there's Zave Mummo Zave there's Mummo. Joshy Thomas look if someone wants to throw us some money if we can get bloody the what is it the Lawnmower 3.0 on board or Manscaped um, Manscaped yeah get Manscaped on board as Maybe sponsors some ga- Gage Road yeah bro. yeah some yep. single fins so look in. if any of them want to want some more shout outs give yeah. us some money then we can sponsor some more players but other than that thanks for the support and thanks to Foz for gracing us with yeah, your presence thank you very much Christian thank Pose you. is mine boys Pose is mine I love it thanks very much guys um, enjoy your week <laughs>